what it is how's it going everybody today we're gonna be talking about the new iCarly reboot that's just hit Paramount Plus we're gonna talk about one Carly Shay one Freddie whose last name I don't know and one missing Jeanette McCurdy we're gonna talk about all the details all the dirt all of the jazz so go ahead and grab your snacks grab a drink and sit on down and listen to the first ones to die Hello, sure everyone. Is Welcome. <laughs> Sorry, it kind of threw me off because that that noise at the beginning where the it's computer like, lady when she recorded. speaks, yeah, she freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of that, I'm hearing my own voice. But that's my own problem. Yeah. That's something I'm going to have to do some soul searching for. So, Speaking of souls, we also have a ghost who's joining us on the Zoom do. call. We do. If you look on the YouTube, we have a ghost as our fourth member today. They won't say anything because, you Finally. know, ghosts don't talk despite what popular belief is. But uh, but uh, he's there. He or she. Yeah. They? When you're dead, is it just a they at that point? You don't have a physical body. You're not corporeal, so you no longer have gender, probably, right? I feel like in the movies they use he and she as well. Well, it goes back to what ghost you're you're speaking with. Right. Well, it's just that yes. they, in movies it's to just to make it, you know, more I- identifiable and normal to us as people and also it's easier on the budget if you just put some white makeup on a person <laughs> than if you get cg but i mean you know if we're playing with the ideas of imagination a ghost can be anything take the form of anything probably right that's true i think you're overthinking this uh i'm just saying I don't know. Comment below. Tell us what you think about the gender of those out there in the afterlife. Well, it, it, if you were a ghost, <laughs> wouldn't you want to be referred to the gender you were when you were living? You know what? All ghosts out there, you comment too. Well, stop haunting Mr. Jenkins real quick and come de- comment below. Also, listen to the first one to die on Spotify. Mr. Jenkins gets haunted all the time. The point is, ghost person, come on down and tell us your, uh, about your life. You know, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Exactly. Or rather, your afterlife. That's that's what I'm. Yeah, because you're you're already dead. So and and Mister or or Mrs. Ghost, um, you can follow us at the first ones to die, <laughs> and uh, feel free to rate us five stars. Give us a like, subscribe if you're on the YouTube, and uh, yeah, tell us your thoughts. I'm uh, well, so today, confused to what's going on right now. <laughs> And I thought I'm just out of it, but I feel like it's actually you guys. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the iCarly reboot. That's right. 10 years after the original series, Carly and the gang are back. Um, It's the 2021 series streaming on Paramount+. Plus. This is our first Paramount Plus review. So this is exciting. I wonder if more to come. Uh, we'll the, first three, the first three episodes dropped last <laughs> week, and we're going to talk about them. Um, if you don't know our kind of format for reviews, uh, we first start with our overall thoughts of the show or movie, and then we'll give you a warning when we go into spoilers. So uh, let's kick off the uh, the overall thoughts. What did you guys think? of the iCarly reboot. And I'll start with Alex. No, I started with Alex last time. No, okay. Let, God, go, go okay. Ahead, no, go ahead, Jerome. <laughs> Let's okay. make it fair. Um, honestly, uh, I was not excited to watch this show. Um, not because I don't... In fact, I used to be a huge fan of iCarly when it first came out. Um, but it just, it's just one of those things where I, as I've grown older, I just have not been into sitcoms at all. Um, I find them really cheesy. Uh, very few of them are really good. Uh, I think the only one I like are ones that have gone off the air, <laughs> like Fresh Prince and Different World. What about so Drake and, and so Josh? Forth. I feel like you were a Drake and Josh person. I was a huge Drake and Josh fan. Do I want Drake and Josh to come back? 
Hell no. <laughs> I think I think it's it's for that time. Just like iCarly. I think iCarly is for that time when the internet was just blowing up and streaming and web shows were just coming out. So it was kind of like a new yeah, thing. Yeah, but this is, we're also in an era that it's in, intensely about streaming. We're in an era though where it, it I have yet to see one person make a show about making internet content and it not feel extremely cheesy. And this show is in that list because <laughs> this show is and it's not even that I, this uh, this reboot's bad. I don't think it's like bad. If you like iCarly, like you're a huge iCarly stan, I feel like this show is right up there with where iCarly's at. It's it's the same type of humor, a lot of the same type of jokes, same delivery. Um, it's a little more adult. You know, there is some more language here and there occasionally. It's still rated TV PG though, so not too much. Um, so just that, keep, you know, keep that in mind if you're like, oh yeah, I love iCarly. I'm going to show my kids this. It's, like, it's not quite for the for the little kids. Show them the original. Um, show them the OG. Yeah, show them the yeah. original iCarly. That's for them. Um, this is more for, I would say this is more for like middle school to probably te- like high school age kids. Um, but overall though, I think it, it's it just, it, it's one of those things where the way they talk about streaming and content and especially the con- when they show you what type of content they're making compared to what I know people on the internet. Because I watch streams all the time and all types of stuff and compared to the stuff I see people do on live stream for real – this seems like stuff that I don't think the real internet would be into or interested in. Um, and I think, and that's what I mean by it comes off as kind of cheesy. Uh, but that being said, I, I can see that this is something that's not really, you know, my cup of tea. So thinking about it objectively, as opposed, um, it's, it's not that bad of a show. It's an okay sitcom. Um, and I get, and, uh, an alright continuation of the original show. So, that, those are my overall thoughts. I'll get into more detail with the spoilers later. Yeah, like uh, how about you, Alex? Um, I get what you're saying about the, the streaming. Because um, I did, there are certain points where I'm like, this still feels like you know, we, as we have our meetings before the episode, we'll talk about what we could do to make our, you know, podcast a little bit better. We kind of work into more detail, promoting and all this stuff. This doesn't have that vibe of adults doing it, of adults taking care of a live stream. I also know a couple gamers who tell me, you know, the work and effort they have to put into it, looking up new content, kind of always having to stay, you know, active. The archive has definitely trying to do the vibe of you know where it was just kids having fun you know doing their own stream but even they talked about like our lives kind of suck and we want to go back to like this better moment and make it more of a career but then it's like well you can't you need to actually do stuff to make things into a career it's not Mm -hmm. just doing this weird streaming thing so i get where you're coming off the cringy part because it's just adults doing what kids would do if they were streaming which isn't a lot. I do appreciate the character, uh, Freddy. I like him and his tech. I always found him adorable, and I find him adorable as an adult with his tech. He's always very proud of it, and I appreciate that nerdiness is still there throughout the years. Um, I just, I, I think I, I do find it a little cringy. I will agree with that, but like overall, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I don't think it's something I'm going to be sticking with. Um, I do enjoy when they curse. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I love it when old shows bring cursing involved and it's just like, ooh. <laughs> but that's also just the child in me. What about you, Jonathan? What was your initial thoughts? I So going, going into it, I was a little skeptical, but I was comforted by all of the like press that I was seeing about it in that as opposed to the failed Lizzie McGuire project that apparently the producers were not happy or Disney was not happy with because they wanted to make it tame enough to put on Disney plus from what I was hearing, this was going to be in a quote unquote adult version of iCarly, the 
series that a lot of kids grew up on. And for that reason, I was comforted by it. And then watching it, I think it fulfilled that promise in that it was for the adults who are now adults that grew up on iCarly. Um, from the first, and this isn't a spoiler because it's in literally the first 30 seconds of the show, you see Spencer with side cheek out, naked under a, an apron. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, we are in streaming mode right now. Because <laughs> you can't for get that. this on Nickelodeon. <laughs> so um, I, that, that really set the tone. And I was like, okay, I think, I think this is going to be good. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought the writing was really good. It didn't, it bordered on that line between campy and witty. Um, I thought they made a lot of like relevant references to today. Um, and I think that's natural because it, I don't think I don't, I, this project seems like it was like expedited. It, it seemed like it wasn't that long ago that they announced that this show was coming up. Um, so it seems very relevant to today. And I kind of like that arc of iCarly 10 years ago or however long it was, or if it was longer than that. Uh, when they started, she was kind of a trailblazer for this web show streaming kind of like culture. And now, however many years later, she's trying to keep up with it. She's coming back to it. So I kind of like that full circle moment. Um, and I thought it was, I laughed out loud multiple times, mainly due to the, um, the like callbacks to the original show and how I thought they were put into the show very wisely. Um, but yeah, I just had a good time. And I, I think I will be sticking with it. I'll, I'll, I'll be watching the future episodes. Um, mm -hmm. So with that, is it time to get into the spoilers? Let's go. Yeah, man. Let's do um, it. Okay. I, Jerome, uh, you have something on your mind. Yeah, you're already it's, looking. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's that I, I'm going to be real with y'all. The whole time I watched all three, three of these episodes, I was like, the show needs Sam. I hate that. I gotta say it. I just I'm I'm sorry to say this show needs Sam and needs so it for bad those who don't know Jeanette McCurdy <laughs> who played know. Sam. She decided not to join the show because she is no longer acting from what I believe. Um yeah, she's, she said she, she was kind of like forced being, into it. She didn't like being and, an actress. It wasn't for her. Right. And she, she had a lot of struggles um, growing up as well that just impacted her 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 childhood, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so that's understandable that she, she wouldn't come back. I mean, they do I do appreciate that they do mention her. They do mention where Sam is. And, and I feel like they doing. gave her also a proper like where she was. Yeah, they gave her a proper send off. They didn't. They didn't just ignore her, and it's just like, yeah, Sam. Who? I don't know who you're talking about. So no, 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 they addressed that Sam is Sam is still technically a part of the show, and I think they did that just in case, like, if there comes a day when Jeanette McCurdy is like, you know what, I will come back. Like the door is still open for her to like come back to the show. Um, but I I feel like the show needs Sam because I never realized how crazy Carly is. Like, Carly in this show is psychotic. Uh, borderline stalker in some cases. <laughs> Where it's just kind of cringy to see her, like, without Sam to balance her out. Because Sam is crazier than Carly is. So, in comparison, you're like, no, Carly's the normal one. Without Sam being there, <laughs> Carly's insane. <laughs> and her foil that she has to mesh with as a new best friend is uh, this girl, uh, Harper, played by Lacey Mosley, who uh, also, I'm really glad to see her in this because I just finished uh, Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO Max, and she's in that too. Um, she was just in the season two of that show, so I was good glad to see her getting some more work. I started and, watching that show. That's really such a funny show. I love Black Lady Sketch Show. Um, but La Lacey Mosley 
I think, uh, like, now, despite the, me saying that this show needs Sam, I will say Lazy Mosley, though, does a great job. She's fantastic as Harper. I like her new character. The only thing I don't like is I feel like she's in a different sitcom than everybody else. <laughs> and maybe that's because she's the only black character, so there's no one else for her to bounce off of in that, well, with that also, same type of energy. There's also know? Millicent. Yeah. But Millicent feels like it feels like she's playing Megan from Drake and Josh. Okay, yeah, in this I was gonna show. say that. I'm like, <laughs> why did why, like every time she came on screen, I'm like, why do I feel like you're gonna poison the water supply? What is your deal? <laughs> I, I, I think, and I think of- the thing is is that there's no reason for it. Because it's like Drake and Josh, you understand that Megan is kind of the supposed to be the troublemaking sister because she's their sister. Millicent in this is just mean for the sake of just she's just mean. Like there's no reason. It's not like there's a well, purpose for why she's maybe mean. Maybe they Carly. thought that they were able to do that with like <laughs> Sam. They're like, oh, Sam's mean for no reason. But like they actually mentioned a lot throughout the show, the original one. She had a really messed up life. Right. Well, they give and her like, a reason for why Sam is the way she is, and that and it establishes that Sam, yes, she's yes, she can be brash. But when it comes to being cool with Carly, she's cool. Like she could have her moments where she's down to earth and she's just like, all right, you know what? I'm tripping. That's my bad. Millicent is just all angst. <laughs> like, well, not angst. What's the word I'm looking for? All um aggression. All, uh, I, I think I think what she's supposed <laughs> to represent is like the new if Gen Z is is new. And the 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 thing that everybody's talking about right now, then she is even more new than that, and what everybody's going to be talking about. I think she's representing that because I think she even mm. mentioned it in one of the episodes that like, um, she kind of dissed Gen Z and millennials, and it, and she's like, my views are going to be the ones that are going to set the course for the rest of the future. Interesting. I, also, while we're talking about Millicent, also, that's another thing that bothered me in the show, which is that the show wants you to feel like these, pe- like these people are older than they look and are. Because Miranda Cosgrove is only 28. I think Nathan Cress is also only 28. And things made me believe that iCarly's had this uh, miraculous life where she's done all these things and she barely looks that like she it's because she has a baby face. She still looks close to the same age as when she well, stopped she said doing in the show. The show. That, that Carly is 26 now. Right. But I know she said it, but it's the thing of like, it doesn't feel <laughs> that way. It doesn't feel like that much time has passed. Nathan Crest too, where he's like, I've been through two marriages, you know, and I'm, I've been through the, uh, like two divorces I mean, and now I got this child. I'm just like, yeah, but you still look like you're younger than me. Like, like so it's hard for me to believe, like, be, get in the mindset that you, like, unless you got them marriages in Vegas and then immediately divorced, like, the the next month or something. Well, no, they left when they were, like, 18. There's that. a 10-year span there. There's a 10-year span. They can get know. married and divorced very quickly. It just feels, it's you know, it's just they, they look so, or maybe it's a thing they look too pretty. That's what it is. They are too pretty to be go- to have gone through the hardships that they they've gone through. Enough. They don't look weathered. They don't look like they've they've had it hard. All right, they look like they've been eaten just fine. <laughs> well, they didn't say they hadn't eaten just fine. They just said, "Hey, I'm really I, it's mad." It's a metaphor, really- Alex. I don't literally mean about- they have been missing meal. <laughs> You're gonna always find somebody with a bad relationship. I don't know. Maybe you're talking about they're just pretty white people. It's pretty much what a show is. Um, pretty white people with problems. The other the other thing too, um, I do I, I do agree with you, Jonathan. I do think they don't rely too much on the nostalgia of iCarly as far as like every episode is just a reference to older episodes from iCarly. However, I think sometimes they do bring up things without them having a real reason to be there other than, hey, remember iCarly, the original show? Because that episode where Nora shows up, it's like, oh, yeah, and it's the same actress. That's cool. She does nothing for the whole episode. She's she's because <laughs> you at first I'm like, maybe she's going to be the red herring or something. No, they immediately figure out and reveal to us who because the whole episode is she's trying to find her hater. They immediately tell us who it is. And pretty soon she figures it out on her own without 
diving into Nora at all. So I'm just like, are you just here to remind us that there was a show that was once on Nickelodeon called iCarly? Because that's what it feels like. My whole thing with this show is, like I like I said, I didn't mind it. I think they're going in the direction. They clearly know what our audience they want to target. A lot of the reboots and a lot of remakes will go like, oh, we're trying to go for the younger fans. And they'll make these weirdly, weird, weird references. But then they're also trying to hit the nostalgic. And then it's like, then people are watching are like, I don't know this. I don't know what you're talking about. This would be the first thing for me. They don't know about the show before iCarly reboot really does feel like it is the grown-up version. It is the, for our generation, it's for the people who did watch the original iCarly. Because mm. they don't do the nostalgic hits of iCarly. They straight up say, hey, this is, they put it out in front. They're like, this was iCarly. We're not that anymore, but this was it. They also have, like, more grown-up lenience, like, when they're talking about with the divorcing and stuff like that. I mean, even in the original iCarly, they never mentioned I Carly's the Car- Carly's and Spencer's mom and dad. Or the fact I that like, there was a huge I age difference. Reference. I like yeah. that reference too. I was like, all right, that's clever. I laughed yeah, at they that. Did. That made me laugh. The guy was, I was like, like oh, that's a good point. The guy was like, how about your mom? She's like, oh, uh, let's go back to my dad. Because <laughs> they never mentioned yeah. the mom throughout they the whole never even a little bit. mom at all. And they never <laughs> even really mentioned the dad. He's on a submarine. Even though he's in the Air Force, like <laughs> yeah, there was like multiple, and like the one time, like I think her grandfather tried to appeared once in a great while. Was like, I'm gonna take her to Yakima. Um, so like they did do it, and then we were able to catch that. That could just look like a reference to every like cartoon or show where they're like, oh yeah, we don't talk about the parent, but that was like a distinct thing that we were able to see. But it wasn't in the front view for like. For ever, for everybody. So I think this show, real, the cre- the creators or recreators or whoever is in charge now, uh, definitely knows who they're aiming for. So I will give credit to where credit's due for regarding that. It does not feel like I'm watching something that they're trying to make it for, you know, the next generation. And I just feel like an old person watching this with some of the shows. I'm like, I don't understand these references. You're making oh. me feel older. <laughs> also, can I say something? Y'all, yeah, like, uh, this is to the iCarly people. Y'all gotta work on y'all motion graphics. Because whenever it shows, like, cell phone view of iCarly, they only are hearts on the side of her screen, and the numbers just steady going up. And I'm just like, that is not how a live stream would work. She would already be <laughs> losing some people. Like, that, that number would be fluctuating. It would, it would fluctuate. And those, the, it would not all be all hearts, especially when it's like uh, the first scene is her going through a breakup. Some of those would start being like, you know, the throw up face or other uh, other type of emoticon. You can't tell you me there's a stream. You can't do a stream without somebody at least dropping the eggplant emoji. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- th- there's got to be some other there's emoticons. Be- the boys did this right. The boys did the same thing. And they had all types of emoticons flying. It was great. So it's, I know it can be done. Another show did it. You can do it too. You can't really. Well, I, th- I think. The I think they're trying to. Too, right, Carly? Sorry. No, I was saying you can't really like compare like the boys to Carly though. I can. This supposed to be just, more adult, right? The but there it gets no more adult still, than the boys. No, the boys are too adult. This is like. <laughs> I think they're trying to young emulate. <laughs> on iCarly, I think they're trying to emulate IG Live, which you can only do the hearts on IG Live. You can't do like you can't like push the emojis and stuff. But what I was annoyed with, the fact that they would always film in landscape rather than portrait. When, yeah, everyone because, does portrait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyone who's who's on live does it in portrait mode. You can't. You don't do it in, in landscape. But I well, think because you can only that. do it in portrait, right? On certain yeah. apps. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they did that because it would look weird if it was on portrait and you were watching the screen and it was in portrait mode, and it wasn't taking up the whole screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, also, the thing is, and I don't know, maybe if anyone's watching this who are streamers of some kind, who do a streaming show of some kind, or ghost streaming, whatever, because we still got the ghost in the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, I assumed that certain people, they film things on camera, and then they route it through the computer. <laughs> 
<laughs> to their Instagram account or whatever, or they pre-record it and play it on their like through their phone. I've put stuff on Instagram that I recorded it with a camera, edited it, then put it, downloaded it to my phone, and then put it on Instagram because you can only upload things from your phone. So I don't know. That seems weird to me too. Where I'm like, they use the phone for everything. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who do it. I that's why it's a legit question. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong, and and maybe that is like the more that's the more common thing to do is use just the phone. I was also kind of confused with like what her new vision for iCarly is. There like, is no new vision. Gonna, the new vision is the be... old vision. Just, you know. I don't I don't think she had one because it, she didn't even think about it. Her vision was getting back at her ex-boyfriend. Right. That was like the original the... idea. And then Freddie's like, you should just reboot iCarly, you know, because we're both very depressed and there's nothing going on in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I also that that joke was uh that was a weird plot point that went nowhere where she's like, yeah, me and Justin, we're going to do a, a collab together, a live too, on Friday. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You put yourself in a pickle. How are you going to get yourself out of this one? Oh, she's just not. She's just not going to do the, anything she said and it will never come up again. Bo is not going to be like, what happened to your live? You know, what, what was going I on? I didn't know that. No one's going no yeah, to say point. anything. She just literally doesn't do it and nothing happens. So I was like, what was the whole point of this plot point if you weren't even gonna you weren't even gonna try and do it or, or use it for That's anything? True. And, like- <laughs> and in today's uh streaming world, they would bring it up. They would constantly bring it up. We were all mm-hmm. waiting for you. Oh god. Yeah, it's just that that was that was a thing. That's why I mean by I'm like I'm I'm not hearing the sitcoms. Like it's it's very hard to get me into a sitcom. Like most sitcoms, it's it's a lot of that. <laughs> just like things happen and then they're over and it's just um, like look we got to get to the end of the episode all right really quick back to melissa melissa Sarent. millicent millie um maleficent. call her mill most well, girls name millicent their nickname is millie we'll so. go with millie i know that she's the adopted stepdaughter of freddie for no reason too because that doesn't like that's another thing where i was like why that's what I, I thought Would it you was get a weird daughter? you're going you? through two divorces <laughs> <laughs> but no no it's his stepdaughter it's adopted stepdaughter and i get visitation and everything like that but it seems like she lives with him almost right. well she In lives the first... with his mom who he lives with so yeah <laughs> i why wouldn't they just make it his actual kid because making it your stepdaughter adopted or not is a little weird to me because it's also well do you have full custody of your adopted <laughs> stepdaughter? Is there another issue for this divorce? Right. Maybe that's if, why if we that got the, Millie's trauma going on. If the, that was the, the case, it, thing, seems, it seems like there's like a deeper storyline behind that. The trauma thing was annoying too because it's like, and it I, I don't know if that's, it's not, the, it's the fault of the director for that episode or if it's her acting, but she's like, I'm traumatized. I'm like, yeah, because I clearly tell you're, you're, given the most effective lie I have ever heard in my life, you definitely sound so traumatized by Freddie's tweet. Wait, who is traumatized? Her. She's saying, Freddie's oh. tweet saying I will never have children is like affecting her. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to go with that plot point, she has to, even if she's lying, she has to actually give a convincing performance that she's actually lying. And she's not. Like, she's just acting like, that's what I mean. She's one note every scene she's in <laughs> and I and i, I don't i refuse to blame the actress because i fairly think i saw i solidly think that's a directorial choice to tell her to you do going that going after mr mosby who directed the first episode you know what man listen mr. Mosby did it? oh i love him <laughs> this isn't the first episode this is the third one i think no right? he directed he directed the first episode of the series yeah, but this is the full apologizing episode. This is the third episode. Oh, well, you said she's one note in every scene, so. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's true in every episode. But <laughs> but I'm speaking specifically in this episode in particular. Because that just okay. it just didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I didn't believe it. It just felt like something to give Freddy something to do because he has no. That's the thing. I, I think that's the biggest thing for me 
is that in this show, it seems like Carly is definitely the like main player in the show, and she should be. The show's named after her. The issue is they don't really seem like they have anything for the other supporting characters to do most of the time, depending on the episode. Like, especially Lacey. A lot of the times, Lacey's just around. And while she gets some really good jokes in... Sorry. That's her real name. Harper. Harper doesn't really (laughs) get a lot to do. Like, she's, she's around and she gets some of the best lines. So that's cool and everything. But most of the time... She's the very the most inconsequential character. Like she could not be there and it would not change much to the plot of whatever episode she's in. Although I am interested to see where her character goes as far as relationships because Yeah, um, cuz they imply they, that she's out here just like just like handing it out like free samples cuz she's just getting Well, she, well that <laughs> that and um also the fact that she they made it like clear that she is um, most likely pansexual, like that she yeah that's has true. been she's with men, women, and um, non-binary people. She's she's getting her back blown out and blown out backs at the same time. She's uh, she's putting in work. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm gonna go with Jonathan. Jonathan left the room. <laughs> The ghost stayed though. He he appreciates that joke. <laughs> I think the ghost is stuck online. He can't go anywhere. Listen, no, he enjoys our company. All right. <laughs> I would have gone with you, Jonathan, but I can't. I don't want to risk messing with my internet. But I walked with you in solidarity in my mind. In spirit, um, she was with. The, she's with you. Um, but I, I liked sure. Harper. I liked Harper as a character. I thought she was a good addition. And that's the thing. I, 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 can, I do I, like I, her. I see where you're yeah. saying, Drew. I think they're just trying to figure out how to modernize, but not just get rid of the trying to like trying to find a way to get new new kids in, but also make still the show more, you know, progressive and advanced and all this stuff. Um I don't know. I think it's a weaving way, a uh, hard way, and I, I like having a character like her, where it's never specified, you know, what sexuality she is, and it's just she mm-hmm. just makes comments when you're just talking about dating life, and never really focused on it. It feels more normal. Um, what is with Spencer's character or the brother? The fuck is wrong with him? Yeah, he is weird. So he got season. a lot of money. No, he. He was weird in the first season, but I enjoyed that weird. Yeah, now but it just this feels is like a different type of weird. This is on another That's what I'm saying. He's a level. <laughs> I don't know what this is because, like, the the original Spencer was weird, but I really liked him, and he he looked like somebody you could hang with. This Spencer um, feels like you need to look at him and be like, "Did you take your medication this morning? <laughs> do we are you? Do we need to call Doctor Holly?" Spencer, what's going on today? That's what this Spencer feels like. He feels not chaotic fun, but chaotic. Somehow we lit something on fire and that's my bad. Mostly him. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with his either. They just made him weirder or real weird. I don't know. And the whole he used like Carly, I think it was eating spaghetti or being sad or she had spaghetti. She made a meme that like made him like made his art feel kind of irrelevant. Um, I think that that episode especially was kind of a missed opportunity because I think when you're dealing with a show that's dealing with streaming and the internet and internet culture, I feel like they could they could have really done some serious commentary there, especially because there I don't think there is another sitcom dealing with internet culture in the way iCarly has both old and new new version um the old version they didn't know what what was going to come so they didn't know what to what to parody essentially but now now that we've had 10 years of tons of streamers and people who make a make youtube a living and all types of other stuff going on. Streaming's now a thing. Like you could really talk about some serious stuff and kind of how toxic the internet culture is. But also, 
how progressive it is too. How it can bring people together just as easily as it can tear people apart. So I don't know. I feel like that episode they could have really done some. Dis- I actually some thought deeper there were discussion. some gems in that episode. I, I wrote a couple down, um, like the influencer, like the title of the episode, the influencer YouTube faux apologies, where they're like, "I'm sorry, you were offended." This this is my this is my fifth time recording this video, and <laughs> I just have to say I'm I'm sorry if you were offended, if you were hurt. Rather than owning up to their actions, yeah. Um, also, uh, my favorite is when they reference- say the sensitivity of others affected what they read. Right, right. I'm sorry you were. You're just so sensitive. Sure, you took um, what I said personal. Right. Um, and uh, there was there was a reference to Miranda Cosgrove's interesting meme, the one where she's at the computer drinking the oh, soda. Oh yeah, she's like holding it. Uh huh. Um, and then there was also uh, the reference to the pandemic as well. Like, when? Is oh yeah, that one was a- good. That was a good reference to the pandemic. <laughs> I don't recall that one. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was pretty good. Because Freddie was, was like, reference? "When is there going to be a a, a a global pandemic?" And then Millicent said something along the lines of, "Oh, you never know," or something like that. And he's like, yeah. don't talk about... And then I think Spencer says, don't talk about things that'll never happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, it's um, like, and then Millicent mm. also had a line where she was like, if you want this meme to go away, um, I have a plan when, when she was talking about her business or whatever. She's like, I have a plan where I'll send it to... Um, I'll have a uh, Republican congressman tweet it out. And that's how it yeah, that was. That was see that was like some of the commentary stuff that I really enjoyed. I also liked her being like, "Oh, you're going to support Car- iCarly? No, I'm about to cancel iCarly. That's the only way to stop her." And I'm just like, you know, she's not wrong. I mean, that, that's, that's kind well, of how even, it goes in this in this modern era. <laughs> well, not even so. I mean, people get canceled for like a little while and then they come back. I mean, it depends. Depends on the person. There's probably going to be an episode about that. What's the the makeup like, dude? iCarly. Jeff- I cancel Jeffrey- iCarly. Jeffree Jeffrey. Star? Yeah. How many times has that man been canceled? Yeah, He's but Jeffree Star gets canceled for being petty. I mean, like, people who get real canceled, like no, Kevin Spacey. He, no, stuff. he got canceled for, like, he's gotten a lot of racism. Oh, yeah, that's and, like, true. And he's still around, still producing makeup. Um, But going really back to Spencer... I think another thing they could have brought up with Spencer is because he's in so many different mediums of art. He's not just in one. Um, or at least he wasn't in the original show. He might be a little more into it. It could have also brought up how the the toxicity of like the art world a little bit. Because on TikTok, I love following artists and seeing their, a lot of digital work. And I'm actually starting to do digital art too. And I find it one, relaxing, and two, what people can do in digital art is absolutely insane to me. Mm-hmm. But then I go to the comments and I see these people are like, oh, you should, you know, paint with real paint or you should do art with this stuff. And it's not that easy. You're just using a computer. I think um, with with Carly and Spencer, they are technically in two different art mediums. And when they had that, like, let's, let's say fight, I guess, um, you know, she was using more so of the Internet. And that affected him while he was creating a, like a print work and just, you know, I think that would have been an interesting thing to bring up too, or like looked at was that the, you know, the battle between digital art and like paper art. I don't know what's called. I mean, like, painting our, and stuff, uh, like physical art. Physical. Yeah, physical art to digital art. I mean, that's already, I, that's, and that's a strong, cause you know, especially being in the art world and going to art classes and stuff, that's a debate that's, I don't think will ever end. Because I know people who they are impressed with, like I'm impressed with their digital art because of what they can do. And they're impressed with the fact that I can sketch really well. And they're like, man, I can't draw on, on uh, with a uh, pencil and paper. And I'm like, and that it blows, like, you know, hearing that blows my mind because I'm like, isn't that the basics? Like, <laughs> that's where you start. That's not, that, that should be where you start. But that's because I was trained that way. I was trained to start yeah with the like physical I genuinely world and go to cannot, the digital i can't do anything physical yeah and some that's people that's how they were trained they were trained to start in the photoshop in photoshop with the digital world 
and they can't do something in the physical and that's and that's okay it's just you know so it's it's a, that would have been an interesting debate to see for I sure i think it would have just been nice to see cuz just because yeah carly is all digital when you think about it i i all, think, all I, I, <laughs> sorry but i was on Spencer's side though about the latte thing i've i've said that for you i've also said that about people cuz i'm like unless you are a chef there's no reason you should be taking a picture of your food to send to the world send to your friends sure Facebook, oh, I, sure. I, I do that like, all the but, time. Just, but I, I'm mainly restricted to my Instagram stories that deletes after 24 hours. Okay, and see, I that's different. I'll talk about people that post it to the feed all like, look, like, and every day. I need to see your meal every day, fam. You eating cereal. Cereal. <laughs> like, right, I'll give you that. I, I understand that about it. not posting like every meal. But when you go out like to a nice, nice place, you want to okay, show see, that's right. different. That's like a special once in a lifetime occasion. We, we all eat every day. I don't need to see your meal every You're getting day. getting super aggressive about lattes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or, or the if lattes I, thing or if I like, made a meal know. that I really like or I put a lot of work into. Yeah. There is reason to take photos of your food even if you're not a chef. Yeah, but you're you, just proud or I'm talking pretty. about people that they just go to the Applebee's and then they take a picture. <laughs> Is Applebee's still around? Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of Applebee's. I like Applebee's. They're good. They got good <laughs> pancakes been, too. I've never been to one. Oh, road trip. When we hit, when we hit LA, Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. Hey, I'm going to LA to get Applebee's. That's, That's right. <laughs> I mean, we're still going to go to that other restaurant, Jonathan, for sure. But one, we uh, we got to find some time to make room for the Applebee's. Right. <laughs> if we don't, it's fine. Um, <laughs> if not, that'll be a me and Alex road trip here in Seattle because I know where a few Applebee's are. Go. We're a going to the Applebee's. You, know where, you, of course, would know where an Applebee's is. Yeah. I love me some Applebee's. Good, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> in Renton, I would, back at home, I, would, I, I used to live near one. Really? I've gone, I went, like, I've gone to your house. I've never noticed it, ever. There was one near Kent. That's where uh, where I used to live. That's how I, I know where that one's I at, I think too. I've only went by your house in Kent, like, once. I think so. When we went to uh, Halloween Town. Yeah. That's right. Uh, memories. Uh, but, speaking of memories, any other iCarly memories? Uh, honestly, a lot of times they would bring up stuff that I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like everything, like almost all of iCarly has washed my brain, except for the fact of who was in the show at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Neville, I Neville's the just... only one I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about Neville and Gibby. But I don't think that actor's coming back either. I think he said that he had a rough time too, acting wise and like I getting mean, picked on. He was a, a he was a kid and he was constantly shirtless and food was thrown on him. Yeah, a lot. and apparently Dan Schneider. Like, there's YouTube videos on him and how he did some, like, creepy Who's Dan Snyder? Dan Snyder. The creator of iCarly, Victorious. Oh, okay. Victorious. Um, um, There was a lot of things. All that. Hannah Montana, too, I think. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, Zoe 101 and even. Oh, yeah, Zoe 101. Yeah, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. There was a lot of stuff around him and also involving minors. And then also it came out that he had like a foot fetish and people actually started viewing yeah. old episodes of like our Carly. Um, There's like compilations I think of like foot stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not even just like a feet, like they put their, they put their feet up into the camera and it was weird. Oh, he was Quentin Tarantino weird. in it. Yeah, and then it was just like, mm, these are children. So I think because now he's not no longer involved, I think there'll be less feet stuff, thankfully. Good, I don't like um, um Yeah, but uh, a lot of controversy hit with him. And But yeah, I know, uh, I, I don't know the actor's but they name, but have the, to... the guy who played Gibby, Sorry, he I got was going to say they legally lot. have to put his name in the credits. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, so I, I don't think he's coming back either. He said he got relentlessly teased for being an iCarly because he was overweight. So a lot of kids would make fun of him. Well, um, I mean, he that was his whole punchline yeah, to the whole show. True. He didn't have much character other than being the... The fat, fat weird kid, who, kid. Fat weird kid who was either eating or always taking his shirt off for no reason at all. 
Yeah. So, so I could see why. So, um, but I mean, other than that, those are like the two extra characters I remember is Neville and Gibby. But past that, I, I don't remember anything. So every time they would mention things, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, yeah, that thing. I remember <laughs> Tebow. Oh, yeah, the freaking juice guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope they bring him back. Oh, I remember. Well, it'd be sad if he's still working at the juice show. <laughs> <laughs> ten years later. But ten Hopefully years, he owns no. it at least. At this point, he's or the like manager. the manager. You know? Still, I don't... Also, I wouldn't be that joke made me laugh, too, where it's like Lacey works at Skybucks, and she's like, yeah, I'm proud of it. I'm like, you're proud to work at the Starbucks? <laughs> We were proud to work at the science center. Okay, but see, the, we but we already knew that wasn't going to be permanent. Like she's saying it, like she's going to work there forever, and that is all she's going to do for the rest of her life. Or maybe she also one of, in that moment. One other thing that I appreciated was that I feel like they incorporated more Seattle aspects into the show, or they tried to at least. Mm-hmm. Like when they're at the Skybucks, you can see the like boats behind them and everything they look like they're on the seattle pier <laughs> i will say i don't like how they kept up the i i get it but i don't like how they kept up the trend of where everything is not the name of what it is <laughs> i like that though. i think that's i hate it cute. i hate it <laughs> at certain phone. points I, I like the pair <laughs> for i was gonna say i love the pair phone and i always wanted a pair phone and like little things like, but like when it's just like Skybucks. I'm just like I want to say Starbucks. <laughs> Let me say Starbucks, or they'll talk least, about just uh, other things, and it's just like let me say it. Yeah, they do got Twitter. They have Twitter. They call it like Twitter or something. Twitter. Tweet tweet. <laughs> um, but like sometimes I'm just like just say the name. Stop it. They can't afford it. They have Paramount money. They're fine. Paramount ain't got That's money. True. All right. That's why they, the I don't know what, the fourth streaming service? <laughs> they ain't they got are. money like that. They they need that Everybody. HBO Max money. That's what they need. <laughs> then they can start saying some names. Well, HBO Max got problems, too. They sent out an email, a test email this week <laughs> to their whole entire list. I got one of those. Listen, I didn't get it. that's why they third, okay? <laughs> I, just say the name. Just say Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks is not going to be like upset with any, you know, advertising or anything. Right. I, the pair phone, I like. Did they did keep the pair stuff? I like that though. That I'm was sorry. fun and cute and adorable, and I did like that. Real quick, before we and end this, can phone. we not gloss over the fact that how creepy Carly is? By the way, I, I feel like we didn't talk about that enough. Why is she so like she is out here? She ain't thirsty. She she is just straight up just dry. Every piece of inside of her body is just completely like needs some some uh some Vaseline or something. Cause she this girl is just every boy she sees and the world stops to for her to focus on him. <laughs> Whoever he is that day. And it's just like maybe you are a successful she, woman who don't need no man. <laughs> I mean, we don't know how long she was in the relationship with the first guy that we meet in the first episode. So she this could just be her a phase. You know. She's 26. She's <laughs> All I can say is that there was just so many better ways to say what you said, Jerome. <laughs> like, I know. But we're gonna I'm move, gonna be we're honest. Gonna I, I just it. I just rolled with it, you know. Yeah, it's I, like full you, disclosure. I, I knew I messed just... up as soon as I said the word dry, but I couldn't stop myself. I was like, all right, at this point the train's <laughs> already left the station. It's gotta at get to the destination. At least you like, didn't say the word moist. That's all that matters. <laughs> um you didn't find a way to work that into the conversation. Nah. Um, <laughs> I mean, but that's what they do to most female characters. They make them in the one dimensional way when it comes to like men um she kind of she look she feels weird too like she looks like she looks insane like, half the time a little bit yeah, yeah. like that's what i was like try, trying to figure out a nice way to say she looks like that person you're just like oh my god just be nice don't say anything she's gonna get funded really quickly just just divert the conversation <laughs> 
I know. What we're, 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 shut up, shut up, Jerome. I know, I know. We all, yeah, we're not gonna go. I know exactly. Hopefully, Carl but you know what? They do. They do have similar faces. I will say, mm-hmm. the person we were talking about earlier, and them, they got the similar face, ready to attack and just respond to anything you say. And it's like, I didn't even mean it that way. I just want my coffee. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, hopefully Carly will mellow out throughout the series. Um, I, I appreciated Miranda Cosgrove. She felt like she was, or it, it seemed like she was very excited about being there and um, portraying the role true. of Carly again. She seems like At she's first, in for the role. Like she's she's 100% there. She's present. Right, right. And that's what I appreciate. Um, the first, like maybe 10 maybe the first half of the first episode, it seemed like um, she was like just saying her lines, like she was kind of like reading them or maybe that was the campiness of it. I couldn't really tell. I think it's because the first episode, they're trying really hard to dump a lot of exposition at you because they have to catch you up on what has been going on for these past 10 years before we're at this point. So it comes off as a bit kind of stoic. Because it feels like they're just saying stuff, information to me. Info dump. And it's like, okay. Like, especially the divorce thing with Freddie. Where Freddie just feels like he just, out of nowhere, is like, oh, by the way, audience, I actually been married two times and also have a a stepdaughter, in case you didn't know that. Uh, Just a real quick update on me. Also live with my mom. Okay, cool. Back to the the show, though. And it's just like, that was a weird just (laughs) dump of exposition. They they all do that when they kind of address like their past. They're like, oh yeah, this happened and this happened. So are we doing the show or not? And it's a weird detachment they have Mm -hmm. with the past they're talking about. But in like the second and third episode when they bring up the past, it's a little more um, like they cared about what happened to themselves. Mm -hmm. But uh, I get what you mean there. The the first episode in general, I think all the characters kind of had that feel for it. They were almost reading off a cue card, and you were just like, um, "This doesn't feel like a natural conversation." Right. So it, I think it would have worked a little better if they were talking to different people and not each other. Like if they were talking to someone outside the group, like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? How's how's life been?" And then that's a natural segue to talk yeah. about the last ten years. Because I will also say with friends, because when I tell you, when I tell you guys something that's either happened horrible to me or something about, I love telling you guys shit from my past. (laughs) You guys always get a little confused or get horrified in the funniest way. And usually I'm laughing about some traumatic event that occurred or I I'll make, I'll say it in a way that's more humor. And you guys do too. When you mentioned that you're like, Oh yeah, this happened, but you say it more funny when it comes to like friends, you do when you do mention even the bad stuff you can have a lighter humor to it especially if you're just like oh yeah this sucks but like hey we're here now let's do this (laughs) especially when there's a more excited thing going on when they did that it was definitely you're right like an acquaintance like oh how you been i'm like oh you know i've been working oh where are you uh you know medical stuff nothing too exciting get to be yelled at by patients but I go and tell you guys about how I get to yell at insurance companies. Well, medical records places. They need to get me my records. Anyway, so you're right. There was there was um kind of like they acted all like they were acquaintances or like somebody more in passing. Did they ever mention or not if they kept in touch over the 10 years? They don't mention it, but you can kind of assume because Freddie and Carly are talking as if they just like have been chatting. Also, they do this sitcom thing where they just walk into people's houses unannounced and just come on in like they were invited the whole time. So I assume they've been chatting this whole time. Um, <laughs> I was watching a-, a show today on Hulu that's not a sitcom and they did that. And I was like, you're not a sitcom. You're not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> there is a compilation of where Spencer keeps calling Freddy and uh, back when it was the in the original series, Freddy and Sam being like, oh, here you guys in my house again. Oh, Freddy and Sam, of course you're here. And like all this stuff. And there was a point where he saw them at like the juice shop. And he's like, oh, I almost didn't recognize you guys without my couch underneath you. 
I remember that joke. And that, <laughs> yeah. that actually made sense though because it's like that is a thing in sitcoms where the, the main characters always just are in other people's places or houses or whatever yeah. unannounced. They just show up that day and it's like the plot's going to happen. And it's like, yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, there's a whole compilation of him doing, I don't recall any of those snide car- comments from him ever, except for the one of like, oh, I didn't recognize you without my couch underneath you. But there was a bunch of them where he's like, oh, Sam and Freddy, of course you're here. Oh, Sam and Freddy, do you guys have another house? Do you guys live here? <laughs> Like, he got mean at some points. I'm like, damn, Spencer was because, not as friendly as we thought. That's because Spencer no. was a normal person who's like, I have an apartment, like, that I own. My sister lives with me because we're family. Y'all don't live here. Stop coming here. Do I have to put salt lines at the door or something to stop y'all from entering I think he my actually jo- I think he actually made a joke like that. <laughs> Will you guys stop coming over? I was like, oh, I thought you like love these people, but you do not. You're just like, get out of my house. I don't know. I took my sister and not you guys. He may. Be, I don't know. It's hard to like Fred, uh, like they like them back then. I mean, because Freddie's always just trying to mack it to Carly. So that's already, you know, if you're a brother, you don't want to have, you, it'd be annoying to have someone who's constantly there thirsting after your sister. And Sam is destruction incarnate everywhere she goes so you can't trust anything anything fragile in her in your house when sam's in the room so both of them are definitely not what <laughs> what sponsor wants well, on his plate i, I, I think it's mainly that he lost so much freedom being carly's uh main caretaker then and then now he just has these two other teenagers constantly at his house and teenagers are the worst <laughs> I remember being a teenager. I was awful. Well, the thing is, Carly lives in her own apartment and still shows up at Spencer's place all the time. In fact, which I thought was weird. I building? thought they should get a new studio or something. Which apparently she lives. I I didn't notice this when I was watching the series, but I learned this afterwards. Apparently, she's in the same building. Yeah, that threw me off too. I was like. Did you just get an apartment in the same building? Wouldn't you want some space? You already lived with him for so, years. It, it's I been didn't 10 know years that. now. So wait, what is that upstairs floor then? Was that still Spencer's? Does he have a two-story house that he never did anything with? He had a fully functional like studio up there. He has like a two-story apartment he, with a studio or like a studio mixed apartment, I guess. Is that, but then is that, is he that never up? did any of his work up there. No, because... Carly was using it for her web shop. No, no, but before that, before that. Yeah. There, he didn't. It was storage up I there. Don't think so like a loft. this Yeah. So this man had a fully functional loft where in like Seattle. his artwork in Seattle. Downtown. Oh my God. Just thinking about that, right? How much rent did he pay for it? He was a struggling artist back then. I mean, he's rich now, but, but, but the, back then the he didn't I'm have no money. Is, <laughs> um, the point I'm saying is he had the loft he should have moved all his artwork up there. That should have been the space because things would set on fire and he didn't have the room for it. But then like Carly took her also, like I would think you, you to, to create the reboot or something. You'd get just a new studio space too. True. Because yeah, this is like your brother, this is his home. And now you're bringing everybody in again. You don't even live there. Yeah. But how are we going to do the big reveal where we show that it's the same set from the Nickelodeon show that one time? I, don't care. I want Spencer to have his own living space. The man deserves some private quarters. Deserves us to have everybody walk into his own unannounced. He needs to just change locks and be like, "Look, this is you, you can come in at this time and this time." Spencer, but like, I can't come I in. Need- that's that's the point. That's the point, Carly. We have to. We are, we're having a conversation right now. <laughs> there, there was a. I remember from the show Reba. I used to love Reba. Um, how uh. they would literally just walk into Reba's house all the time, and. Uh, Barbara Jean had a set of keys and it was at the end of the episode Reba closes the door she's like Reba Reba you locked the door she's like okay that's fine she pulls out her keys and she's like Reba none of my keys work and I'm like I feel like that's like every 90s character they want to do that (laughs) they just want to do they want to be able just to lock people out change locks and everything I'm like I feel like that for Spencer too he needs he's an adult man he needs some private time yeah, Carly's an adult too. It's just like, all right, you telling to tell me you don't have no Patreon or nothing? You ain't making enough money with your thousands upon thousands of followers that you can't get your own studio space and do this hey, on your own. You never know. Maybe that's one of the future episodes. I would hate living in that apartment building with them. 
the noise they make, the bow, 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 I would call the leasing office so quickly. The like, fires that Spencer starts. Mm-hmm. That's got to set off fire alarms and clear out the whole building in the middle of the night. Yeah, wasn't the wasn't fires there an episode? The sound? Wasn't there an episode of iCarly? It was where a the Christmas episode. Was like the fire department oh, was no, like, no. okay, if you set off one more fire, we're not going to come. <laughs> Easy. I was thinking about the um, Christmas episode where she's like, I just want to know my brother because he makes like a tree out of metal and stuff and sparks and it like literally burns and they have to go all outside because he set a tree on fire and she's like, why can't we just have normal things? Um, but yeah, no, I feel like I, I get why they want to keep it in the same studio, but at the same time, you don't live there. You're just really inconveniencing your brother. Go get your. You have, you have money. I don't know actually if you know they made yeah, her character. Quote unquote. They made, <laughs> they made her character rich enough to be able to say, afford the same apartment in her brother's. No, house, she can't afford the same apartment. Yourself. She can share one. No, she can share <laughs> one. She's Lacey's her roommate. Like they live together, oh, so right. <laughs> so she can't even afford her Which own also, apartment. And they have a significantly spending... like smaller apartment than Spencer does. Their yeah. apartment looks like an actual apartment. His looks like right. a work loft apartment. His looks like on. a house. <laughs> Where does he live? He has like two a two bedroom place going on with a work loft atop. And full kitchen, and, accident, and elevator, and elevator, and freight elevator. Like he's got, he's got it all. But her apartment looks. Go ahead. Because didn't Carly have a room? Spencer has a room. They have that studio. They have the kitchen and living room. So that's at least two bedrooms plus a, a an attic. <laughs> a work loft. Yeah, it'd be considered work a work loft. Yeah, with the freight, but then also dishwasher. And laundry and washer in unit, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he found that apartment in Seattle for a cheap price, considering he was broke. I don't know where <laughs> he found that season. apartment in general. <laughs> That's true. That's a very weird setup. There's no way they're going to let you have an apartment where the yeah. freight elevator comes straight to it. <laughs> I'm like that because her. I was saying the, the in unit, right? The, <laughs> reason I didn't think about her apartment being in the same building was her apartment looks like a different building. Like you, yeah, it looks like an apartment you'd just see in a regular building. His and even Freddie's mom's apartment has the industrial texture of it and the brick. Her apartment just straight up looks like something you see out of like single women's characters. Apartments. Her apartment got gentrified. Oh, took a, the moment people take away the brick, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> the food gets less spicy. It's so sad. All right. Well, you know, well, that's, a, that said, <laughs> that's all I Carly uh, right there. First, <laughs> I missed my real This was our first sitcom that we've ever reviewed, I think. Yeah, we actually got a lot more content in than I thought we were going to, to be quite honest. So we talked a lot. <laughs> they're, they're weird. There's a, they're a weird character. It's technically a weird setup. But it's it is genuinely like every sitcom we ever watched, because all those sitcoms were genuinely weird setups when you like broke it down. True. Yeah. Well, those are our thoughts on iCarly. Um, what did you think of the show? Tell us if you liked it. If you didn't like it, maybe uh, you prefer the old iCarly. Maybe you prefer the new one. Let us know on all the social medias and the YouTube's. Down below. There we go. Yeah. Are you going to keep watching? Are you going to cut the cord? Are you going to stay subscribed to Paramount Plus? I'm about to say, is this going to make you cancel your Paramount Plus subscription? (laughs) (laughs) If anything's going to make you cancel that Paramount Plus, it should be Rugrats. I watched one episode. I don't like how they look. Did you? Tommy looks weird. There was no reason. Tommy looks weird. They all look weird. They all look weird, but Tommy looks the weirdest because he's bald. They look like they look like they're fake claymation. It looks like they wanted to go claymation style, but they backed out half of the way, so they just digitalized it, and it looks all of them. But hey, you know what is also on Paramount Plus? The original Rugrats. That's true. Do they? Oh, I should look up. I want to watch uh, All Grown Up. Yes, they have that too. They have all the Nickelodeon shows. All grown up. See, that one I liked. I was, I was, 
Oh, uh, to make this comment uh, on the podcast because I made it to somebody else because this is connected to Rugrats. Godzilla in the Godzilla versus Kong movie, when he comes out of the smoke in the fight scene, he looks like Reptar from Rugrats. <laughs> and I dare all of you to go watch that scene. You don't have to watch the whole movie. I won't put you through that. Yeah, don't do it. Nobody, No, don't do it. <laughs> Just go watch that scene where he's coming out of the smoke and then go look at Reptar and you tell me they don't look exactly like the same. All right. And I now <sighs> am a firm believer that Reptar is Godzilla. Reptar can beat Godzilla. And on he's got that longer note, arms. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you at? Do people really want to find me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at Alex and nobody on Instagram. I also handle the podcast as TikTok, First Ones to Die, and just, you know, random stuff. Nice. And how about you, Jerome? You can find me at not Jerome Rett on Instagram. You can also find me at RoboZoo Media as well. Also on Instagram, working on a new uh, Instagram comic uh, based off a drawing I did on my Instagram. So uh, that's coming soon. I'll let you know when it shows up, but uh, <laughs> just stay tuned for that. Um, also, if you want to follow any ghosts, uh, just go to your local cemetery and uh, bring with you some seance candles possibly a Ouija board of some kind. And uh, I'm sure you'll get in, cut, oh. in touch with somebody soon. A representative will be with you to handle your uh, request. I got one of those on my wall. Real soon. See, Alex is already prepared. I'm sure she's gonna step on, uh, go on down to St. Massachusetts uh, funeral homes and uh, go ahead and uh, and contact the ghost herself. Why do I gotta go to St. Massachusetts? I, I just made up a name. I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired, okay? <laughs> It's like, I just, okay. All right. Jonathan, where can we find you? You can find me at Jonathan Keys. Next week, we are talking about worlds we love to live in. What does yeah. that entail? Oh, by the way, we'll too, uh, before we go, we have to say, because we, uh, we did a Mother's Day special. Unfortunately, we don't have time to do a Father's Day special before Father's Day, which at the time of this recording is tomorrow. So <laughs> happy Father's Day as well to all the dads out there that are great and amazing fathers. We appreciate you. Uh, hope you have a great Father's Day. Do what you want to do, whether that be barbecuing on the grill, playing a little basketball, or maybe just sitting on the couch and enjoying watching basketball. The playoffs are on right now. So, you know, either way. And quick added on to that. Um, even if you're not a biological father, because I am lucky to have in my life a stepfather as well. Um, happy Father Days to you guys. You are still seen as wonderful fathers as well as Doc D fathers. You know, even just ones you feel like have been a father like you in your life. To you in your life um, should also be recognized, you know, and appreciated because... Fathers don't always have to be biological. So happy Father Day to you guys as well. Absolutely. Good message to end on. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Biological or not, father figures, everyone. Father not time. Everyone, everyone father related. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Which all will right, be let's yesterday send this by out. the time this of this release. Yeah. This is getting, <laughs> this is getting weird now. All right. <laughs> anyway. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Take care, everybody. <laughs>